not Tony. <laughs> <laughs> this is not rock on. <laughs> but do support his, his show. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Two Bees in the Snow here on KSUA 91.5 FM Fairbanks, Alaska, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, JC, and I'm here with Kristen. And today marks the first episode of season three. Woo! For those that listen to the podcast <laughs> on a platform and not live. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But. Man, episode 40. Do we feel old? <laughs> it's like, not really. <laughs> um, Not old, but it is kind of amazing that we're approaching the one-year anniversary of the, the podcast show. show. I know. It's really interesting. It I'm, is. I haven't done a project this long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, besides, like, actual school school, I don't think I have either. Yeah, right. Um, but we shouldn't delve in too much about that because, you know, we'll save it for the actual episode. Yes. When you won't be here. Uh, oh, I will be. <gasps> Anyways. Okay. All right. That's a new update, people who listen to the podcast. She will be here. <laughs> but will I be here? Da-da-da? No. I should be here. Depending on what time classes get out or whatever. We'll see. But also, I get, to, I get to control my own schedule. More about... School ends at 2. Yeah, but then I can also choose whether I want to work that day or whatever. So, yes. more power Anyways. to me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, today, what is our topic? Today, our topic... Oh, well... But <laughs> do you want to give some back? <laughs> I mean, there's not much background. It's It's a new year... It's still January. It's, um, it's later into January, but still January. And I thought that we would talk about some uh, everyone's favorite thing, New Year's resolutions. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The thing that most people set to do, but not many accomplish. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But definitely... We we could we can start off this conversation, I guess, with like the intention, right? So like, I think regardless of when I, th- I think it's even the same thing, like back in the seventies or whatnot, mm. that people had the intentions, like, oh, I'm gonna do this, 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 mm-hmm. but then of course, <laughs> plans fall short, doesn't happen, and you're like, oh, oh well, yeah. Um, but then there's always that sense of um influence by others uh peers the media or any amount of reasons that kind of makes a person want to say these things but then realize that it's not something that can they can accomplish or they they set such high expectations to themselves on what they want to accomplish that it's just not reachable in any mean or they do it in a really unhealthy manner, one of two, overall. But, um, yeah, I think, especially nowadays with uh, social media and stuff like that, that's even more the case where people like to pronounce to the, 
pronounce uh announce to the whole world hey i'm doing this yada 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 um and there's there definitely are some people who manage to like set their mind in that goal yes and manage to accomplish it but then for the most part people some the majority of people kind of say it don't do it and then that's pretty much it yeah i wonder how it has been evolving throughout the years. That would be something interesting to see. Especially, let's say, um, entering, you know, the modern age, per se, Mm -hmm. with technology and all that, how uh, these types of goals have been changing throughout time. Because, I mean, we, we see, like, if you, I feel like you could almost do, like, a, a set like for example like beauty standards right so you can set beauty standards from like let's say back to the 20s and then maybe try to do a correlation of like healthy diets or whatever from that time uh, like for like the resolutions and then kind of see the correlation in between how it's changed throughout time and i wonder if compared to then to now uh has that been more uh, has there been more um, uh, or an increase in resolutions that relate to uh, body image, to uh, personal health and stuff? Mm. Uh, or has that kind of gone in a decline? Mm-hmm. Especially now with, I guess, um, movements, quote unquote, we can say, of, you know, just body, body positivity. Um, just um, being able to feel more comfortable in your own skin and stuff. I'm not sure what what you what do you, what do you take into this? Well, um, I mean specifically talking about especially beauty standards and fashion; those things tend to roll back around Mm -hmm. like 2000 stuff is very popular right now 20 years later yeah (laughs) um 2000s fashion um and 90s fashion so related to that i feel like it's probably similar i i Honestly, I feel like there will never be a complete decline in resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Especially, I think, maybe in ties with other cultures. Because in a future episode, <laughs> uh, we'll be kind of discussing Chinese New Year's. And, you know, it's just like the well wishes um, and stuff like that. And along with that, you could come with those resolutions like, oh, for this new year. Let's let's wish for X, Y, Z. Right. Well, and, you know, I now that you mentioned Chinese New Year, uh, this is very strictly from a Western point of view. I technically don't know if people in other countries in other parts of the world make New Year's resolutions. Like, I don't know if this is a very Western world type of thing. Um, I don't know if Asian people, people in Africa do new year's resolutions yeah i i know definitely nowadays uh for uh latino hispanic communities there's definitely or 
countries, uh, Latin American countries and whatnot, uh, there's definitely that influence from Western media. Because I, I can guarantee you right now that as soon as it was the New Year's, the variety shows that happen in the morning, <clears throat> there's for sure some <laughs> some skinny lady being like, oh, we have over, like, you know, these nutritionists, we have over mm. these, like, dietitians, and we're just talking about, you know, how to get that body, blah, 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 or, like, how to do X, Y, Z, or not. But in, in some way, um, like, for, for my uh, example, I would say, um, just seeing that, like, you know, they're, like, how they want to, like, how a woman should be now in modern day age, um, they're like, oh, you know, this this is how you should behave, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, of course, you have that Western mentality coming in. And then you have people like my, my mom, my aunt, my grandma, whatnot, um, from an older generation who view, you know, being young as something completely different. Mm. And they would consider these Western ideologies as something not radical, just like in on improper for a girl to to strive and look for that's only with regarding like their um let's say image and their character i would say because i think for the most part most people uh they like uh they do tend to value you know working hard um to help yourself help your your own future help your family I think those are always standard, mm-hmm. but the way of how the West Western idea uh, shows up as in like self, you know, it's me first before anyone else. Mm-hmm. That definitely clashes a lot with the family ideology of it's the collective <laughs> before the individual. Yeah. Right. Or if you do something individualistic, there should be some benefit that comes to the family. Or to the greater group, so that that makes it a lot more interesting to to see that that, that dynamic overall. In which, of course, you know, resolutions are a big play in how people n- younger generations. I would want to say because I feel like older generations they might look at it and they might take little bits, but they'll still try to m- um, mold it into their own ideology, mm. in for better or for worse, in some sense. But overall, I think it's again coming up, going all the way back. It's kind of about the intention, like what were you, what's your intentions with it, uh, that really makes a difference in how you're going to accomplish it or not, um, and benefits are or not from it, right? Overall, um, and I guess. Kind of going into that with our list today, which is, uh, what's the title? Seven, 70 Truly Good New Year's Resolutions Ideas. We're not reading all 70. No. We're just <laughs> literally like last week, we were just kind of like going through it and kind of talking about these type of things. But I feel like from a lot of these, we can we can pinpoint a lot of them being, um, again, either coming from a more Western ideology or something that... Uh, can be seen as uh how would you say that uh taboo maybe in some other places of the world 
or or I guess again we can kind of potentially see through these and see whether or not they in the long run they can bring like actual benefits harm you know mm. depending on on you know the the average person I would say mm-hmm. um so I wanted to bring up the first one just because you you brought <laughs> you brought up your water bottle which just says drink plenty of water yeah which honestly mm. I have I that has been a very big resolution for people for many years is to drink more water drink mm-hmm. blah 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 amount of water every day which even i think or w- even like cut out so like drink less other things yeah. or cut out soda or things like that like mm-hmm. i feel like that's Re- a pretty reduce, common reduce their sugar intake mm-hmm. especially from these drinks uh no but uh i was gonna say the um, the just drinking like plenty of water like i think i saw something um a few weeks ago that said that even uh it's still not a hundred percent um uh like they haven't come to a, a ideal amount of how much water you should be drinking daily like how many cups of water because mm-hmm. it gets like seven eight it's like the standard or whatever that they um, say yeah the like low recommended amount is minimum eight cups a day Mm -hmm. um a lot of water so in this article it talks about tracking your water intake and you can use apps for that and a lot of apps use this formula that's like i think it's half of your weight in pounds in Mm -hmm. ounces of water Mm -hmm. is how much you should be drinking which for like for me for example is like a lot Yes, like mm-hmm. almost impossible a lot. Mm-hmm. Without, like, you know, again, this 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 resolution could tie again to whether it could be a healthy thing for some people and also it could be really damaging to others Yeah, who well, might be super focused, like hyper-focused yeah. on this. Well, and it's also, you think about it, so eight cups of water is what they recommend, and there are eight ounces in a cup, so... Mm-hmm. Eight cups of water is about 64 ounces. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have someone that is like a child that is like 50 pounds and you're going by that half your weight thing, that's only 25 ounces. That's like bare, less than four cups yeah. of water. So and that's really us. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, I mean, considering kids are constantly active. And I do know that the eight cups is for adults. It's not directed towards kids, but it's still like, it makes sense why we're not sure how much water people are meant to drink. How it's like debated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, nowadays they, they, they like to include a lot of like, Oh, the side benefits of this, you know, like, Oh, I mean, there aren't a lot of benefits to drinking water. Yeah. But then, (laughs) But then there are these companies who like to bring up these things like, like, oh, these are major things that will happen. I'm like, but it all depends by person. You know, mm. the, these aren't like guarantees in the long term for any, any other, any specific person. So whoever you are, either with your your giant gallon <laughs> of like water bottle, like those giant, I feel like that's like a fist if you just punch someone with. Or just your, you know, regular water bottle. I mean, 
whenever you feel thirsty, drink. Or I guess, um, what's the, uh, there was something about your skin. Like if you could feel something like that, like it's getting dry that you should drink. I think it was your lips. Like when you're dehydrated, your lips. Uh, maybe, but I mean, mm. like that also kind of depends because. Case by case also, yeah. Well, I mean, like if you live in a dry place, like mm. doesn't mean that you're constantly dehydrated if your lips are dry. True. But if you're in a dry place to begin with. Also, if you live in a humid place, mm. like. That's just sweat around the lips. <laughs> just full I mean, full there, no, there are ways that you can tell dehydration. I think one of them is like um, looking at your pee. Mm-hmm. And if it's very dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was into the other one pinching your your I think I've seen this oh, one. Like, p- pinching it. Something about your skin. Yeah. Pinching like your knuckle. Um, and if you pinch that one of the skin, depending on how long it takes to kind of re-flatten down. I have uh, never heard of that, but okay. I've seen it before, but if it just takes forever, then that means that you are kind of dehydrated. You should drink water. I feel like that's impossible because my skin, if I pinch it at my knuckle, mm-hmm. does not go down. And I mean, I drink mostly water and I've been drinking like Pedialyte recently too, yeah. which is literally for rehydrating you. So True, true. Again, we're not doctors here. Don't <laughs> Don't take anything that we say. Or take anything we say with a grain of salt. So, except for the fact that you should drink water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what about you? Want to look at one here to discuss? Um. <laughs> I do find a lot of these, as kind of I was saying before, really Western. Western like goals. Like for example, what is it here? Um, prioritize eco-friendly choices. If you're in a country that doesn't have that su- type of stuff, you know, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that is a Western goal. Mm-hmm. I would say that that is a marketing scheme. Um, no. Um, I kid. <laughs> it's well, one, it's a privilege to be able mm-hmm. to make a goal like that. Two, it's a. I don't want to say first world country because I don't like the word third yeah. world country, um, but it's it's a goal that I mean definitely again with privilege. It really mm-hmm. has to do with privilege and the economic state of your country. Yeah. I feel like um, because people in a lot of other countries that aren't doing as well economically cannot make a goal about being more eco friendly. Yeah. I mean like. In ways they can, yes. Yeah. In ways everyone can be more eco-friendly. But overall, like, in certain economic states, you don't really have a choice. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, I guess, in even poor places, you're going to get the plastic bag. You, you can't get the brown bag and stuff like that. Or, like, tote bags and stuff like that. It just depends, honestly. Because even, like, let's say, putting into perspective um, <clears throat> what I've seen, like, let's say, in El Salvador again, so pretty much, in many ways, we are pretty eco-friendly, um, as in, you know, uh, we have, like, tote bags that are made out of plastic um, that they've been woven with, like, plastic or whatnot. I'm not sure whether or not this is, it has been prior, um, recycled 
prior hand or not, but even so, regardless, they use these giant, <laughs> these giant hand tote bag thingies, and you know these ladies are always like carrying them above their heads, and they have all their ing- all their stuff and whatnot. But still, you know they they'll have um, uh, a lot of plastic bags with them, so you know not something. That they can't avoid, but in having the, those type of items, it definitely reduces the amount of um, plastic bags that they'll need to be carrying around everywhere with them. Same thing, you know, just having backpacks or whatnot. Um, and I guess, and it's in some sense, like the privilege in like um, lower uh, economic places, in some sense. Uh, they might have access to more natural, um, natural like fruits, vegetables. You know, they might have a garden or something like that. You know, they can they can they have more play with um, nature compared to a concrete jungle that is like New York or something. You know, there's not that ma- that much opportunity to be like, oh, I can plant. I have a uh, an apple tree <laughs> or something like that, right? Where they have ways to sustain themselves without having to rely on other things that, you know, might come at certain harm, like, you know, or they, a lot of like pre pre um, packaged items. Right. Or they even go to their, they have more accessibility to markets um, that, you know, they just are more open and, you know, they can just grab items that they need Compared to, let's say, the United States with, like, their farmer markets, which in some sense is, like, you even consider, like, a privilege to be close to a farmer's market? I, I would consider just because you have, like, oh, I have the ability of these fresh things to me, right? Not everyone does. Some people have to go to, um, to the supermarket and get these already established prepackaged in plastic or whatnot um, mm-hmm. items. Sometimes not even in the greatest condition um, and potentially with like pesticides or whatnot, you know, a lot of things. So it's pretty <laughs> interesting seeing how, again, kind of going off topic, how like, you would consider like the first world third world country. But I'm like, you, sometimes like some other people have much more greater advantages than others, even if they're economically in a better position. That's just kind of like a side topic of what we of what we were discussing, but it kind of gets a little bit of the point across of with like eco friendly, you know. Again, as you're saying, you know, there's that privilege that can that comes to each person, you know, whether or not of where they are. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you want to say something else. <laughs> um. Also, if you haven't noticed, I'm trying to really think my words before saying them. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid to say a lot of ums, like, and stuff. So, I was looking through this list that JC found. Mm. And honestly, I think a lot of the things on that list are actually not terrible resolutions. Mm-hmm. So, I looked up more common resolutions and of course the first thing that pops up is exercise more lose weight etc uh, you know along that line mm-hmm. of health body health yeah um 
<laughs> I know many years ago when I kind of gymmed <laughs> mm-hmm. more than I do now. <laughs> um, I had started gymming like later in the year and then went through the new year. And it's so funny how many new people you will see. Like if you're a frequent gym goer, how many people, new people, amount of people that you will see at the gym in January. And then like by the end of February, yeah. like over half of them are done gone, yeah. and gone already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's again, I guess sometimes they, they, they tie resolutions in with, um, do you have um, the the will, the, what would you call that? Like wanting to do it. Motivation? M- motivation, but there's like more than motivation. Like, like that goal is like something that like means so much to you that you would do it, you know, that you will consistently do it. Because motivation, sure, you can have motivation, but also it comes and goes, right? But as in, like, for any f- field or activity, but it's not so much like passion. Willpower. willpower. I would say, there you go. Willpower. You have that willpower to actually accomplish it. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people lack um, when it comes to setting these goals because mm-hmm. they say so. But as long as they're not like doing it, I mean, it doesn't mean that they have to do it every single day as they as they planned, but at least if they have the intention and can execute it um, as the way they they kind of envisioned, yeah, uh, slowly but surely, definitely that that shows signs of like substantial willpower to do something. Mm-hmm. So that kind of goes with that um, with the gym. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found one here, uh, which, again, we can tie it to other, you know, connected with privilege or whatnot. But let's take in a general thing. Um, Try something new. So that usually. I mean, that's a very broad thing. I actually don't think that that's the worst resolution to make because trying something new could be learning how to knit yeah. or trying something new could be traveling to a different country for the first time. Like mm-hmm. there's so many, such a vast broad amount of things that could be considered trying something new. Yeah. But, but again, I guess, um, tying again with social media, we see all these people doing these really nice and exclusive and like really interesting type of experiences and sometimes we might get in that mindset that trying something new equals a lot of money or needs a lot to do when in actuality that's not the case for the majority of the time right where you can trying something new it's like oh i have if you just moved into a neighborhood and you haven't visited the whole place you're oh, like i see what you're saying yeah it's like you know like Because I'm viewing it in the way that it really should be viewed of how I said trying something new could be considered learning knitting. Yeah. But you're saying that because of social media, especially a lot of people view trying something new as like spend a thousand dollars on this one experience, like one time experience. Or even still like hobbies, like hobbies. I mean, 
depending on what the hobby is, you might need to spend money. Oh, but still. become a sneakerhead where you're buying exclusive Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it shouldn't like trying something new doesn't need doesn't mean that you need to spend money at all. There's plenty of things that you can just do out wherever you you live, and be like be like, oh, I've always wanted to go there, see this, whatnot, and then it's like, oh, cool, there we go. You know, you you get to to get some type of outcome, even if it's really small and insignificant. You at least get something, mm-hmm. and I think that's what trying something new should mean for me that's what i would envision it more as you know doing something that a is either either your comfort zone b something that you always wanted to do um or c sitting down and and doing something that um either helps you uh you know again physically mentally and like spiritually anything like that you know something that that i guess in 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 some sense like when you look at the end of the year you'd be like wow i made at least some progress in something or i did this i tried i tried this and that actually um is something remarkable from the year because i think that's what we talked about last year it's um last year last episode you know like i did i did this whole year uh last few episodes i like i did this whole year passed by what's the thing that stands out the most right and if you just tried something new that was like insignificant for many people but had some something of value to you that's definitely something that's going to stand out when you get to the end of the year you're like oh i remember i did this this specific thing and you know you kind of appreciate it a lot more Wow, I feel like it's philosophical <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's time to go on our break here. Yes. So we shall be right back. Welcome back to Two Peas in the Snow. So we're talking about New Year's resolutions, and we're just highlighting some of them that are on this list. Um, I'm kind of just having a discussion about them. Uh, so the last one was you, yours, right? No, you. Okay, so is there another one you want to talk about? Um, well, as opposed to talking about a specific resolution or types of resolutions i wanted to ask you jc Mm, yes whether you have made any new year's resolutions how you feel about new year's resolutions um well to start out i usually don't do them because i kind of do whatever i want to do Mm -hmm. per se um but this year, because of like friends asking, like, what's your New Year's resolution? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought about it, and the one resolution I have this year is to say yes to more things. Hmm. Um, it's not like one of the points here that says go with the flow. 
I despise that phrase so much. <laughs> I do not agree with that statement at all. Oh. But, <laughs> but um, just to say yes um, to more chances and opportunities, um, mm. I would say more clearly one of the examples um, most recently was that one of my friends was coming back up here to Fairbanks. He's going to start again going to school, um, but he needed to go back down to Anchorage just to clean um, his apartment before you know it was all done. So he asked me if I wanted to go with him. I said, because I was um, down at the pub for one of the events. So I said, depending on what time I leave there, I'll let you know. Because uh, I imagine he wanted to leave early in the morning. Fair mm. sense. So I'm like, cool. So left at 1130. And I was like, because I, I told him, so you imagine you're leaving around five or six in the morning. He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. So I told him yes. Uh and then I I woke up around like like 4:45. So basically I was like ready around 5, 5:10. And so and then I texted him everything, didn't pick up. <laughs> uh so until like literally later in the day, like around 2, 3, he said like, "Oh, I made it to Anchorage." I'm like <laughs> so, like, I was like, "Oh, oh well." He I forgot mean. about you? Well, I, he, basically, he left before that, even before five. Oh, but he didn't even try to contact you? <laughs> no. Okay. Which is, like, fine. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it, he just wanted to get down there as soon as possible. Yeah. And just considering the roads are not that great going down. So, completely makes sense. I was like, cool. It, it's whatever. But, again, you know... It was just kind of one of those things where I, was, I would usually be like, eh, you know, you know, I'm not sure. I have to think about it, blah, blah, blah. You know, mainly because of school <laughs> that like impedes those type of things. Mm. Um, but now um, I really want to kind of take a little bit more chances when it comes to certain um, opportunities. So I was like, sure. Um, and. Who knows how many more that life throws me. I mean, depending. I, of course, rationally thinking, I would be like, okay, whether or not it's, like, feasible or not. I'm not going to be, like, to yes to everything and mm-hmm. anything. Um, but uh, just to be a little bit more available to two things. Mm. Um, I mean, we didn't end up doing <laughs> our uh, decorating my quote-unquote Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did hang out, but we didn't do that, so... Oh, well, um, new year, new me, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, overall, um, don't not really much of a person who has that. I think it's just more of like, for me, it's more creating a new mindset. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what have I done before and how can I improve myself as a person? Yeah. So I think definitely just taking more chances to, to experience new things, um, is definitely something that I'm like up to. And now I throw that dodgeball to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also not the type of person to really make New Year's resolutions. Um, in the past, I always thought they were kind of stupid because I knew that I wouldn't keep them anyways. So what's the point mm. in making it? Now, as I've gotten older and thought more about it, for me, New Year's resolution, I mean, honestly, still kind of seems stupid. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no offense to people who make New Year's resolutions. Um, great for you. Uh, as I was looking up stuff, I found this Forbes article that's four reasons to make New Year's resolutions, even if you don't keep them. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how... Um, even though a majority of people who make resolutions fail to achieve them, um, there's still positive side effects or positive effects to making the resolution in the first place. I'm not talking about that point. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the point that it says the most popular New Year's resolutions are about self-improvement, um, and it gives some percentages for things. Um, meet career or job goals and improve their relationships. Those are like the top three things that resolutions tend to be around, mm-hmm. which I could agree based on resolutions that I've seen people do. But um, I saw something probably last, I mean, definitely last month. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about it in a more specific fashion, but in general, we know that time is linear. Like it does not stop. It does not change. Um, time is very linear. And why do you have to wait until the new year to make a resolution? Like if you want to change something about yourself or about what you're doing, then why don't you just do it now? Of course, now is the beginning of the year. So if that's what you're doing, then great. But it was just to make the point of like, some people want to make a resolution in November or in December or like they have something that they want to change, but mm-hmm. then they think the new year's coming up. I'll just put it off until then. Yeah. But why are you putting it off type of thing? And the other thing about new year's resolutions is that again, a lots of people's resolutions tend to be about self-improvement. Um, job or career is different, but, or relationship things. Mm-hmm. And, For me as a person and as an adult, I feel like I'm constantly trying to improve myself. I'm constantly um, being introspective and assessing, you know, things that I can improve about myself, things that I don't care about, like don't like about myself that much Mm -hmm. that I can improve on. So I just feel like resolutions are kind of useless Mm -hmm. because... I am constantly trying to improve myself or constantly trying to change things about myself so that I can improve or become a better person. Not that I (laughs) always, you know, um, succeed in that Mm -hmm. or that the trying is as hard as it could be, but like, I am constantly trying. So I don't know. It just feels useless. (laughs) In yeah. a way. No, I mean, there's a Because what, sense. I mean, like, besides the fact that it's a new calendar year, like, what is different on on January 1st from December 31st of the past year? Yeah. Like, technically nothing. Mm-hmm. Unless unless it's your birthday, one of those days, you're like, well, but, it's my birthday. But, I mean, like, <laughs> even if it's your birthday, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You as a being. Yeah, like, you haven't changed. You no. haven't magically become some other person. Yeah. Um. Just because the calendar year has changed does not mean that some magical big thing has happened that, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's where, again, kind of what I was talking about earlier, that sense of willpower comes also into play, you know. How much are you really trying mm-hmm. to improve yourself? Yeah. Or to achieve something, you know? Yeah. I think the 
this Forbes article that goes into the benefits of making a resolution, even if you don't keep it, is kind of the fact of like probably what I was saying, wanting to improve, having goals, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But like you don't have to wait until the new year Mm -hmm. or you don't have to think that those can only be done during the new year because you can do that literally at any point in your life. Yeah, definitely. So overall, I mean, it's been a pretty good discussion, (laughs) I got to say. A little bit more serious than our normal. Yeah. I mean, of course, with with, without me blabbering every five minutes and making (laughs) huge grammatical mistakes and using big words that I don't know how to use. (laughs) It sounds like I have a more serious tone. (laughs) But we still laugh. We're still, yes. the, we're still the most funniest. Or the, the most funniest? <laughs> <laughs> we still are the funniest. Um, the utmost. <laughs> Comedic. Uh, we are approaching show. the end. Yes. We have two minutes. Yeah. So. Uh, two minutes? We want to give time for the oh, next right. person. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I just... My ending comment is, if you make a resolution, great. I hope that you can succeed in your resolution. I really do. But if you don't, don't feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't succeed, it doesn't mean that you can't start it up again or try again in the middle of the year or later in the year. Like Like whenever you feel like you can pick yourself back up and try again, go for it. That's definitely a pretty good inspiring message to end on. That's not every day, like sarcastic, but it was not. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, where can you find us, Kristen? Um, you can find us on several podcasting platforms, the major ones. Major three. Um, <laughs> Instagram at two peas in the snow official. Yes. And Mostly our that. <laughs> And our, our, if you want to send us an email or whatnot, uh, two pieces in the snow official at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, please rate this. <laughs> if you're on the podcast, I guess. Um, podcast, Apple podcast. podcast. If you're on Apple podcast, yes. give, rate us or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. So, Spotify doesn't have it. Uh, well, I mean, I guess just the amount of interactions itself is just pretty nice or whatnot. Um, but yeah. Anyway, this has been Two Peas in the Snow here in KCOA 91.5 FM Fahrenheit, Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.